Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to another Rod Tucker Says podcast. I'm Rod, and I'm excited to be talking to you again today. Like I said last week, I'm going to be trying to get one of these up every single week, just so I can continually invite you and a lot of my friends around the nation into my learning and what God is showing me. And so I'm excited to talk to you today about uh, this little verse in 2 Corinthians. But before I do that, I want to share with you a story that happened to me last night. And I think it is, I think it was just a beautiful story. Um, so I was walking around my neighborhood, and for those of you that don't know me or where I live, I live in um, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I live in one of the neighborhoods that many people consider to be one of the more violent neighborhoods in Kalamazoo. Um, what really stands out to me about it, though, oftentimes is the people that consider it to be the most violent are oftentimes the people who don't live here and don't know each other. And yes, there is more violence uh, per se than in some of the suburbs. I live kind of in the city area of Kalamazoo. But at the same time, there are just so many more people here than you would find out in the country. And so I don't know if the ratios really add up or the proportions, but regardless of that, this is my neighborhood and I love it. And so Last night, I was walking around just trying to follow the Holy Spirit, listening to where he would have me go, and uh, we were having a hot dog cookout back at my uh, house in the driveway, and so I was walking around inviting people and just seeing who kind of God would lead me to talk to, and I, and I came across this lady named Gloria who was sitting on her front porch, and I saw her, and I was immediately drawn to her because I felt like God wanted me to speak to her. And so I walk up to the steps and I'm like, hey, how you doing tonight? And she was incredibly friendly. Sometimes when I'm walking around and I just start talking to people, they they get thrown off. They don't really know what to say or people can be rude. And, And I understand that because who would have a stranger or be comfortable with just a stranger walking up to them, talking to them. But I do that because I'm an evangelist and I want to share about Jesus. But even more than that, sometimes I just want to know, let people know that they are loved by God. And so I started talking to Gloria and she wanted a hot dog, but she didn't want to walk back to my place and get a hot dog. And so I told her I'd walk back and get her a hot dog. And as I did that, um, and she stayed on the porch, we had a really good long conversation and most of it was joking just back and forth which is really fun for me to try to be witty with people and she was an incredibly hilarious hilarious woman and so at the end when I was about to get ready to leave I just said hey Gloria can I pray for you and she responded absolutely you can pray for me and so I put my hand on her shoulder and I started to pray just that God would bless her and as I prayed two things just I felt like they kind of flowed out of God's heart and they, and I would just knew like God was speaking to me that she had joint pain and she struggled with huge amounts of anxiety. And so I started to just pray for her anxiety and I started to pray for her joint pain and she really responded to that, um, I think with some tears. And it, I just noticed her response. and. And all of that out of me just feeling, having this thought of joint pain and anxiety, which felt like a risk 
at the time and you know do I start praying for this and then she says to me you're an idiot I don't have those problems in my life or, or what but I decided to take that risk and it, it, it was awesome to see her response and to see what opened up out of that I think oftentimes we all get those crazy thoughts we don't think we hear from God we see someone in the supermarket <laughs> and we think like man I should pray for them we think a weird thought like they have back pain or something and we don't want to take that risk and step up and go like tell them can I pray for you about your back or whatever might be happening in our heads and so one of the litmus tests that I kind of use is that if I'm talking to someone or if I'm praying with someone and I have a crazy thought that is something I wouldn't normally think I just assume that it's not my thought and then if it's not totally insane like you should kick that person in the face then I know it's not from I guess the dark side as uh, Star Wars might say but it is from God and um, I take a risk with that because if I'm wrong then at least that person would know that I love them and I care about them and so I finished praying for Gloria and she raised her head up and she goes how in the world did you know that how did you know that I had arthritis all over in my body and how did you know that I struggle with so much anxiety and I was able to say to her you know Gloria this isn't really about me if God were to tell me about your arthritis and he were to tell me about your anxiety so that I could pray for you it's because he wants you to know that he sees you and he knows you and that's why he would tell a complete stranger this stuff, so that you would be aware that God notices you and God sees you. I think for you and for me, one of the huge things that God wants to do in our life, and I even have, have gotten into arguments with people about this, and, and they're good, you know, natured arguments, um, but I honestly believe that one of the things that God has purposed every human being on this planet for who has a relationship with Jesus is to literally walk around everywhere you go and communicate to people that they are noticed by their creator and that they are loved by him. And if we can somehow get that through our minds to do that day to day, then we become one step closer to kind of operating how Jesus operated. I see him constantly walking around and communicating to people that they are loved and they are seen. But sometimes in this culture, we equate ministry to church and we equate uh, <laughs> just all of the good things that God has to offer to something that's going to happen in a church or ministry setting when really the lifestyle is the place where it can be happening, a cookout in your front yard for your neighborhood or walking around just asking God you know who would you like me to pray for who would you like me to hug who would you like me to seek out and although that's very very risky and it can feel very very awkward it's not something that I think we should avoid because sometimes pushing through that awkwardness not only eliminates some of our fear and moves us along the line of discipleship and I don't really care who, who you are, extroverted, introverted, sometimes pushing through that fear and that uncomfort will move you along in your own discipleship, but bigger than that will allow you to communicate to someone who is in desperate need to know how loved they are by their creator, that they are loved and that they are noticed and that they are seen. 
And so I was able to spend this time with Gloria talking to her and, sh- and sharing a hot dog with her and, and spending time just communicating to her how much she has seen. And she left that evening amazed that there was a God who would see her and love her, who wasn't just stuck in a church and who wasn't avoiding her. We ended up praying for her family. We ended up praying for a lot of different things in her life, and it was beautiful. And I was blessed by her just as much as she was blessed by me. And together we witnessed something powerful. We witnessed God. We witnessed the creator of the universe in some sense condescend to her, come to her, and share with her that he loves her in her situation. And we were able to pray for healing for her arthritis and her anxiety. And so the verse that I wanted to uh, share with you is it, it comes from a question that Victoria asked me, and the verse is in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And it goes back to the beginning of this podcast when I was talking about people saying that, oh, Rod, you live in one of the most violent neighborhoods in Kalamazoo, um, not really acknowledging in that statement that God's children are, are filling up this neighborhood, people who he loves and adores and gets giddy about when he thinks about them wanting to spend time with his children. Um, Gloria said to me, how, how can you walk these streets when there's, there's so much violence and so many things happening? And I looked at her and I was able to share that God leads me everywhere I go. That, that by the time I get somewhere, any, any, any business or any street corner or any person, by the time I get there, God has already been there. And he has prepared that atmosphere, that area, that setting for me to be able to love people. And that verse comes from 2 Corinthians 2.14, which says, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. When I read that verse, I, 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 I picture in my mind like angels blowing trumpets and trombones and tambourines like, Rod is coming, Rod is coming, Rod is coming to share the love of God and spread his fragrance. And I, and I hear them doing that for you. I see them doing that for you everywhere that you go. When you go into work, when you come home to your family, when you go into your apartment alone, when you share some of your some some of your food with a neighbor, when you buy someone's groceries, when you're just going shopping, when you're getting gas, you are led in triumphal procession by God, not like a humble procession, but like a triumphal one that says, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And the reason we're coming is to spread the fragrance of the knowledge of God. And that is that he loves everyone with all of his heart. And so I want to encourage you and encourage myself as you listen to this today, while you're at work or home or whatever you're doing, you are led in triumphal procession by God. The fear that you experience is fake when it's, should I go talk to this person? Should I speak to them? The fear is fake. It's not real. And God wants you to communicate his fragrance to people that he loves them and he sees them and he wants them to know how much he cherishes who they are. 
And so let's take some risks this week as we go throughout our day. Let's take some risks, let's open our eyes, and let's acknowledge that everywhere we go, we're led in triumphal procession, and we're called to spread that fragrant love of God to every person we encounter. I'm excited to be doing this podcast with you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what's going on with me, um, you can like my author page uh, on Facebook or friend me on Facebook or you can get on Twitter or whatever. I'm not super active on those sites, but it is a way to connect with me if you want to write a message or or, uh, get in touch. And so I look forward to hearing from you and I would especially love to hear some stories about how God has used you as he's led you in triumphal procession to spread his love to the people all around you. And and I would love to even share those stories on this podcast. So yeah, get in touch with me and uh, let's keep doing what we're doing. Let's keep being people who are led by God and spreading his love everywhere we go. Thank you for listening. Go in peace. And I look forward to... Uh, visiting or talking to you again next week.